Namaste and welcome to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Holding on to our mistakes and feeling the shame of that are the architects of a deeper unworthiness that becomes layered on our souls. It's a soul pain we need to heal. In part one, we talked about just erasing the mistakes from the soul. Uh, We talked about admitting it in the moment, and then we gave a beautiful soul process to release that mistake and to not do it again. It mainly focused on when we're doing a mistake in the moment. But what about those older things? We, The things we've not admitted, we didn't admit for many years, that we've held on to, that have become a deep shame in us, and that shame has become an even deeper unworthiness. How do we let go of those things? We need a process of not holding on to it. We need a process of self-forgiveness. We need a process of admitting that allows us to get to a place of self-forgiveness and self-love. And it's so difficult to admit it when you've held on to it for so long because we believe that we're not telling about it because people will reject us. They'll treat us differently. They won't love us anymore. And so we keep holding on to it, and it keeps coming a deeper shame in us. And to overcome that, we really have to take a courageous step to be honest with ourselves, to be honest with others, and to be open-hearted. Now, basically, the first step is still admitting it. We have to at least admit it to ourselves first, and then to another person. Now, if you're not ready to admit it to another person, go to the exercise we did in part one of this, in the erasing of the soul mistakes there, and just admit it to your deity and get to that place where you have at least some admitting of it to yourself in that conversation with your deity. But it's also super helpful for us to be able to actually admit it to a human being because isn't it the human responses we're afraid of? Isn't it the human responses we think are going to devastate us? We have to to face that. And we need to find a place of unconditional love to do that admitting. For some, that will be a soulmate. And we haven't talked about soulmates yet, but there will be another session in which we do talk about soulmates. And from that definition of soulmates, those are someone to whom you can tell everything from A to Z. But uh, most people and a lot of people in, in this timing in the world do not have that kind of person in their life. So in modern times, we go to a therapist, we go to a healer, we go to some non-judgmental spiritual person or guide to do that telling. And I think that's a really good idea for the first admitting it to someone that's a real human being. Because it's very hard to admit it to begin with, because that because we're scared of the human reaction. And we really need on our first try to get back some kind of unconditional love, some kind of acceptance. One of those places uh, to go is, say, a therapist or a healer. That's a beautiful process to be in with someone. And I've had that chance 
a lot in my life as the healer. I've heard the confessions of shame of quite a number of people over the phone and in my healing room. And, you know, there's a kind of universal experience to that. First, everything I've ever heard anyone tell me was their great shame has been just so clearly part of the human experience. Sometimes it's even been part of my own experience in my own life. Now, no one has ever confessed to me anything like murder or something like that, but to say that no one has ever told me their great shame and it shocked or disturbed me. It was clearly just so human. And their pain at their shame was so evident. It was easy to be huge compassion for them. And that tells me that most of what we're holding as our deep shame is, is just human. And in my healing sessions, I do help guide people through to get to underneath the shame and underneath why they did the mistake that they did, to really see the forces at work that led them to doing that mistake. Because if we are truly going to not do it again, if we're truly going to be unburdened of it, we need to know what drove us to it. But you can also do this, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a trick to do that. Just sit and imagine your earlier self, the one who did the mistake. And get into a conversation from your current adult self to that earlier self. Get into a conversation and just keep asking your earlier self, why? Uh, let, say, for my client, let's imagine that the conversation goes something like this. Okay, I understand that you cheated on that test, but why? Well, I don't know. Yes, you do. Well, uh, I didn't study. And why is that a problem? Well, I, I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and I was going to fail. And why can't you just fail that test? <sighs> My parents expect me to have good grades. And if you don't have good grades, I'm not a good girl. And if you're not a good girl, what happens? My parents don't love me, and they punish me. Okay, well, that's a short-cutted conversation. It may take you longer, but you get the idea of keeping asking why. Why is that an issue? Why is that a problem? Why, why, why? Until you get down to something like we just heard. My parents won't love me, and they'll punish me. Okay, so underneath there is a feeling that they're not good enough to be loved. And, and they have to do something to prove they're good enough to be loved. Otherwise, they're going to be punished. And that underlying feeling, that's a soul pain too. So we want to go through those layers and get down to that and use that in the admitting of our experience. When we're going to the deity in the previous exercise, going through those layers down to, I was really feeling not good enough and that I needed to prove that I was okay by having good grades. Really getting to that within ourselves and in the admitting to the unconditional love person, doing the same so that we can clear all the layers 
that are underneath the mistake we made. Now, although I suggest that you do the first admitting to someone who's going to give you unconditional love and acceptance and compassion, eventually, if this was done to someone else or caused someone else pain, it is a good idea to admit to that someone else. But, of course, that is a lot harder to do. So first, go through the process of finding out your layers. Then go to your deity. Then go to a human being who's unconditional love. But when you're finally ready, when you finally feel a sense of inner peace or resolution with it, when you're finally feeling an open-heartedness, then you're ready to go on to admit it to someone you may have harmed. Now, why am I asking you to go to all these layers? Why not just go to the person you harmed? Because that's just not easy. It's not easy. And it's better in that conversation with someone that you have harmed to be in a more peaceful place, to be in a place where you can hold a state of open-heartedness and love. So, I had a client. Let me just use an example here. I had a client who, as a child, felt she was mercilessly picked on by her older sister. And it became a kind of war between them in that the sister would pick on her and then she would go break something of her sister's and then the sister would pick on her and then she would go paddle on her sister and then the sister would pick on her. And it went on and on and on until they were teenagers when finally my client betrayed her sister by seducing her sister's boyfriend. That sort of was the ending bell to the fight. They never really were close to one another again. Uh, and now as adults, they showed up at the obligatory family functions and were surface nice to one another but had really no relationship whatsoever. And. We had gone through these layers of being able to admit it to herself, of being able to get to the place where she was admitting it to me, of being able to work through those layers so she felt a kind of open-heartedness. And it was time now for her to address her sister. So I gave her the same advice I'm giving you. Uh, open your heart and write a letter or have a face-to-face -face or phone conversation, no text, please. Text is just too short, too abbreviated, too impersonal. I know if you're much younger than me, you don't think that, but trust me, it is. Then you just bring on your greatest humility, and you take responsibility. You say, I did this terrible thing. Now, in the case of my client, she does not need to go back to, you made me do it. You picked on me for, no. Forget the blaming, forget the shaming, no excuses. I betrayed you. I did a lot of things before this in which I broke your things and, and screamed on you and did a whole bunch of things, and it culminated in my seducing your boyfriend, and I just feel horrible about that. It was unconscionable. I, it's something in my life that wakes me up at night and I feel so awful and so ashamed. I am so sorry. I am so sorry for everything I did. And I am so sorry for how this built up into a place where I did something so horrifying to you. 
admit it, can go through the layers of it. I, I was feeling unworthy. I was feeling pressured. I was feeling not good enough. Not the layers of it, you made me do it. No, no, no. No blaming, no excusing. But the I. I was feeling. I was feeling not good enough. I was feeling a need to beat you at something, to be better than you, to to put you down. And I'm sorry. I can't believe I'm even saying this. I'm so sorry for that. I want this to be healed between us. That's the next step. I want this to be healed between us. I don't want this sitting around. I, I know you must have been hurt. And I'm really asking for your forgiveness. That's the process. Humility, responsibility, no blaming, no excuses. Admit it. Go through the layers of it in the I space, not in the you space. Say you're sorry over and over again. Say it with huge open-heartedness and reality. And say you want it to be healed and ask for forgiveness. Those are the steps. Now, some people will totally melt to that. In the case of my client, her sister did melt. Uh, She felt such pressure from her as the oldest, from the parents. She admitted that she took it out on my client and that, that she was part of this whole escalating of the whole thing. And she also asked for forgiveness from my client. And they had this miraculous, beautiful release of these energies. And by the end of that phone call, they were making plans to get together. Now, but that's not always how it runs. That was beautiful for my client. And she did an amazing job of going to her sister in that really humble, admitting it way. But some people will not melt. Um, they will blame you. They will try to reshame you. They will put it on you. They will say you have always been like that. You've never changed, you know, whatever. What do you do with that? Well, just stick to your open-heartedness. Now, this is why we need you to go through those layers first, why we need you to do some healing on them, why we need you to feel in a place of peace and open-heartedness before you begin this conversation, because you're just going to have to stick to your open-heartedness, stick to your admitting with no blame and no excuses, and try to see with compassion the reason the other person is coming back at you like that. This is their pain. This is the hurt they've carried for all those years. This is their soul pain. And do your best to be compassionate to that, to really see it, to really recognize it, to really show them that you see it by repeating back to them what, you're, what they're saying to you, that you hear that, and really say, I, I'm so sorry I hurt you again. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. What can I do to help you feel better? I want this to be healed. And listen honestly to that. Ask for forgiveness. Now, for most people, this will work. Um, you know, if you ask, what, what can I do for this? And you can't do anything. You've never changed, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so some people won't. They'll be stuck in it. And that's, they're stuck in their own soul pain. And that's, that's a sadness. But still in that conversation with love, I'm sorry, I still want forgiveness, and I hope that we can find it someday. Then go back to your deity, that deity exercise we gave in part one here, and just 
give it away to him or her. Say something like, okay, I tried my best. And if you know some way I did not fully try my best, please bring it to me. But I believe I tried my best. I stayed as compassionate as an open-hearted and non-blaming as I could. And I just don't think it healed my sister, my brother, my friend's heart there. So please, please, you take care on the heart of my sister, my brother, my friend, whomever it was. Then after that admitting, Engage in the practice of self-forgiveness and love. Go into the nature. Really look at the beauty of nature around you. Really get into how really beautiful it is there. Listen to the sounds. Smell the smells. Enjoy the nature. See the wonder of it. Until you almost have a melting heart to that. Until you feel like... Oh, my goodness, there has never been a more beautiful day. There's never been a more beautiful moment. A really melting into the beauty of nature feeling. And when you're there, you're actually seeing the nature of God in nature. You are in a direct connection relationship with the God in everything and in you, in that melting heart state. And in that state, do the prayer that asks, let me feel this way myself. I am part of all this. I am not separate from you or this beauty. Please, let me feel this way about myself. And sit for a while just sort of receiving that. Now, it may take you multiple times of doing that exercise out in the nature. The more you do it, the lighter you'll feel the more self-forgiveness and love you will feel, the more you'll understand that these things were just human to begin with. And you will feel a lightening in your heart and a healing of your soul pain. This is Cindy Lindsay Rael for Divine Lineage. You have been listening to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken. With your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Namaste. Namaste.